is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. So Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold. I am John Wade, the Garnet Texan. John, we had a win last week. Winning is so much more fun than losing. It's a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different. Uh, we won. Was it the prettiest game? But it wasn't the prettiest game, but there were, there were moments. Uh, there were some good things out of it. Yeah. And everybody was looking like they're on track to play Sunday. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, maybe we should get a participation medal for New England. Good Lord. So uh, That's the way everybody's talking. Like, we've already lost the game. Why are we playing it? Can't we just take another week off, have that bye week, get healthier? Because apparently we're going to get our asses kicked. I mean, do you agree? To an extent. I agree 100%, unfortunately. I don't think we're going to win. I think it's going to be closer than people expect. I don't. You don't think? No. Have you seen the stat of uh, Bill Belichick versus uh, rookie quarterbacks? Yeah. I, I know we're, we're going to lose. I no doubt that we're going to lose, but I think that it'll be more of a game than we expect. Uh, since 2000, no rookie quarterback has won in New England. Total of five TDs, 16 interceptions, and an average passer rating of 50.2. Well, it's a good thing Deshaun scores <laughs> points by not throwing. <laughs> I think it's a good thing that Deshaun is the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks right now. Oh man! So. If anybody can do it, it's Michael Jordan. That's my thought, and that's the approach I'm going to take. I mean... Okay, yeah, we're going to get blown out. But it's okay. I, 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 I still don't think we're going to get blown out. Oh, I don't think we'll score points. Not that I don't think their defense is great or anything like that. I, I just... It's the Patriots. They have our number. They always have. Yes, we had them on the ropes last I year think in we the will playoffs. Look, we will look better than we did last year on Thursday night. I can't recall enough about that game to say. I just, yeah, you oh, probably should. That, that was the brisket game. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, it can't be that bad. Yes, correct. We're going to look better than we did last year. As bad as, and I don't want to say as bad as Deshaun has been, because Deshaun hasn't necessarily been bad. He's just been, he's developing, and he's getting better, and he's has some bad tendencies that he needs to get taken care of, but he's better than Brock. Yeah. I, and- I'll take him over Brock. He's better and he's than got Brock. Offensive line, so. Our defense is in better shape. Yeah. Even though we don't have any quarterbacks. And and Jadavian Clowney's uh, just missing. Yeah. I, like I get the whole fumble, but like you just have it be in the right spot at the right time. Like other than that, Clowney's been missing for two games. Yeah, I think he's still in Virginia. Yeah. We might we might have left him in West Virginia. He's been missing for two. Games. No, I mean we've actually. My theory on that. On Clowney specifically? Yeah, on Clowney. Okay. Sure, sure. What is it? I know you're South Carolina, so God forbid us say well, anything about no, it's on, JD. It's it's on Clowney. Okay. I think that... Really? Yeah. It's on Clowney? It's on Clowney. They're asking him to cover people again. Right, correct. So I don't think it's on Clowney. Well, That's just on skill set. Yeah. I mean, he's Clowney, fast, Clowney, he's not a coverage guy. Clowney is at his best when he's just setting the edge and rushing the passer. No need to think. I... I know, last year we used that weird front, so he was a defensive end, outside linebacker, but he was always a defensive end. Sure. He was almost like a 4-3 defensive end. Pretty more much. More so than an outside linebacker. That's ever. exactly what it was. And this year they're, they're trying to get him to play true outside linebacker again, and 
I understand why, because if he's able to play that position, but he's always been, from what I've seen, in my opinion, again, I'm not professional on this, Sure. but he doesn't bend very well. So when he rushes the passer, it's usually when he's splitting gaps. Sure. And as the outside linebacker, you kind of have to bend and get around a tackle. And he, right. He's just, that's never been a strong suit. No. He's faster and he's stronger. He's faster than any guard and he's stronger than just about any tackle. But he, he, also, pretty much, gap. he also pretty much only has one pass rush move. A bull rush. That's it. Yeah. There's no swing move. Swim move. There's, there's really nothing else. It's pretty much just a bull rush. Yeah. And I think when you know that's what's coming, it's probably a little easier to to defend in the sense because you know that's what he's going to do. You know there's not going to be a swim move. You know there's not going to be a spin move. You know it's just a bull rush. Mm-hmm. If I can hold my own a little bit enough, and and the problem, in my opinion, I'm not a, I'm not a specialist in any way, but I feel like with the bull rush, once you lock arms. You're, it's going to be very hard for you to be able to set that edge. Well, what Clowney really did well last year is he improved his, his hand game. Yeah. His arms didn't get locked. But and, that, he also wasn't playing outside linebacker. It's a little right. different. He's standing up. And I just I think it, when he's in the three-point stance, I think that he, he does better. He just is better. Straight up, he just always does better when he's... He is better. I mean, can't be crazy like the first quarter in the Jaguars game when he was playing oh, nose tackle. Good Lord. I mean, we'll, we'll get the man killed and everybody will be able to run for about sure. a thousand yards on us, but he does better probably playing the end. Well, and let's we can get into Clowney. Let's so let's go to the Bengals game. There were some good, some bads. What were the key takeaways for you against the Bengals? And then I'll, I'll touch on a couple, and then let's touch on the bads as well. <laughs> Do you want me to be honest? Yeah, I want you to be honest. What goods did you did you have? The goods are we beat a really bad Bengals team. Oh uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, confidence comes from winning. So yeah. no matter how you get the win, you get the win. There's still NFL players. There's still a lot of. There's more parity in the NFL than any other, other league. So even a really bad team, is oh. usually, usually can beat anybody. Usually it jump starts. If you look at the track record of the NFL, usually beating a bad team jump starts your right. confidence, and that's when you start to get on you, that run. You need wins. We're just not that team. You need confidence, and we're just we're di- we're going to be a different team this year. Yeah, it's not. It's and we've talked about it. Yeah, I mean. Maybe because we're in the AFC South, we'll get our division. Hopes aren't high. I don't think so. And, but maybe. I mean, it's but possible. We, but it's but definitely being able possible. to put together enough for us to not have any skill players available. Yeah. For us to still be able to beat a Bengals team with a pretty good defense. A very good front four. Yes, a very good front four. And they should have a good offense. They may end up I, having one now. The, I mean, uh, their skill, yeah, their skill players are off the chart. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what was going on there, but their skill players are off the charts. And like Dalton they should be really good. And Dalton isn't as bad as he has been the first two weeks. Hell, if we had had Dalton, we've gone, we would have gone to an AFC Championship last at least. year. Absolutely, we would have beat the Patriots if we had Andy Dalton. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I know he's a Katie boy, but that's not why I'm defending him. It's yeah, I, it's I think just he's an average quarterback. Yeah, it's there's a reason why they call it the Dalton line. Yeah, he is good enough. If he has good people around him. There are plenty of teams that would take a Dalton-esque quarterback, in my right. opinion. So what other, I mean, so what goods, obviously? The fourth quarter. Okay. Um, our offense showed live. Yep. It, Lamar Miller was breaking tackles, right. which was weird. Uh, Dante Foreman is a beast. He's going to be the starting running back. Cunningham is a beast. Cunningham is a monster. Yeah, he's just, he's, he's on a whole another. 
level. I don't know if he's going to be able to cover James White and Deion Lewis yet, I, I, but I, I definitely you can see the skill set. It's there. Yeah, it's there. Him and um, why can't I think of Dylan Cole? I think Dylan Cole's going to be fun Cole's to watch good. too. They're both fun to watch. Dylan, Dylan Cole was surprisingly good. Right. So I mean, we we've, we've been pretty high on him since both of them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were really high on Cunningham. We were really high on Cole. Um, after the draft, and they actually are, and our defense and our coaching staff is actually having enough confidence to play them. Yep. All right. And McKinney, McKinney still had a solid game. McKinney did what he did. McKinney did what he does. I mean, he's the best rushing linebacker in the league. Yeah. So there's to it. Uh, Kareem Jackson, he's playing as good as that his, was his best game as a Texan. Yeah. I don't think I mean, that can be argued, to be yeah. honest with you. He still has issues covering people. He does, That's, but they didn't show too much this game. Yeah, he showed. Well, I mean, there was the one. The there was, one. I think it was one play against. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Where he just got turned around, and that's that. That's cream. That's what yeah. he. That's going to happen sometimes. But yeah. for a cornerback that when you need him to tackle, it's part of the reason why we want him to play safety. Sure, it's because he makes plays. Yeah. he hits people. He does. Um, I I still can't get over that cutting play, Cunningham play, and I believe it was Gio Bernard. Was it Gio? Which Cunningham play? The, uh, when he shot... Are you shot him out of bounds? The, uh, yeah, yeah, that was Gio funny. But... Right. It's a big back. No, Gio's a little back, but Gio's... Not, no, he's a small back, but he's got a big he, Yeah, he's, he's stuck. I mean, he's... But he's one of the most agile running backs. Yep. He... He's, got him. That was a great play. Gio last year was better than James White last year. James White may have elevated since the Super Bowl. Well, he also had Tom Brady. Yeah. A little different. But Geo is just that sort of talent level, yeah. and Cunningham did exactly what we dra- drafted him to do. Yep. Try and do that short little pass. Cunningham's going to be there to destroy him, like. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So that has me super excited. Um, other goods, Bear Bear. I was going to say that was probably one of the bigger things for me. Mm-hmm. Kicking game looks good. Kicking game was needed too. Yeah, it wasn't like it was just like a you know a field goal when you're up 17 with no pressure. I mean, we needed the kicks to win the game. He did his job. Let's see. Um, and they, Lamar Miller was actually. And he did his job on special right. teams. That needs to be pointed out as well. Oh, Cunningham? No, Fairbairn. Oh, Fairbairn, yeah. I mean, he keeps putting it throughout the end zone. He keeps he keeps doing it. And I I, there was a there was a couple that were five yard back, and there was a couple that he kicked out. And I didn't know that was allowed. I mean, no. <laughs> we just hadn't seen it in a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, since Bullock. So that was that was pretty cool to see. And it made our special teams look better by doing that. It did. Um, let's see. I want to go back to Miller for a second. He, he showed I, some life. He showed a lot more life. He, 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 when players are not tired, he goes down on first contact. All of a sudden, he's slippery enough when they're a little bit tired, so towards the end of the game, he can actually break some tackles. It looks like he's just running with more of a purpose. And I think seeing Foreman go out there and absolutely... I I think Foreman lit a little bit of a fire under him. Yeah. Foreman was like, I don't even need an offensive line. I'm just going to drag the pile with me. And he did. And thank God he did. He should have been out there more, but whatever. Well, I think we'll continue to see him more. Yeah, I think that they actually started to figure out the balance. They should have used a little bit more Foreman. Yep. But that made Miller better in the fourth. I would agree. And Miller tires out very, very quickly. So if he's fresher and he's still and he's just got that little bit of shiftiness, he's a lot better in the fourth. And Foreman, you just use him like a hammer. Lamar, that Lamar, that was the best Lamar has looked 
since he's been a Texan. Now, it's not his best game, but it's the best he's looked. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I would agree with that 100%. He didn't have his best play. Nope. He he's didn't had have most yards or anything He's like had that. more yards. But he's he just had, looked it. He's had more of an impact on a game. But just yep. watching the game, yep. you're like, okay, this is the guy that we paid, what was it, like? 26 million. 26 million? Yeah. Like it was nothing too crazy. I mean, it was enough where he was he was made one of the higher-paid running backs. Yep. And, you know, so those are the good things. And, and that's a good – and it's good to have – to have Foreman and Lamar both doing what they did Thursday night, to me, is great. I think we'll see more Foreman this week, though. I think it'll be that kind of game where I think they're going to want to punish him, and I think it's going to be more of a bruising-type run game. I could be wrong. Bill O'Brien's never done that before. Well, as far as with the kind of running back that we have with Foreman. So I do think that that'll be a big part of the run game, and it'll complement Deshaun a lot, and it'll open up Deshaun quite a bit as well. We'll do a little bit of a preview of the Patriots um, here later in the show. Yeah, yeah. So what we think, what sort of miracles would need to take place for us to keep it close. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. So goods, <laughs> you touched on a lot of the goods. A lot of the goods for me uh, were Cunningham, Fairbairn, McKinney, honestly, Christian Covington to me actually looked more comfortable on the D line uh, this game. It's also a bad offensive line that we played, so that potentially plays a part. Um, Cream Jackson had one of his. Uh, I, I do think honestly, Cream Jackson had his best game as a Texan. Gilchrist. Gilchrist had a good game, and he had lined up a corner. Yeah, uh, and he looked good. The best part so far through two games for me is the safety play. Yeah, it was a concern coming into the season. We were all worried, wondering where it was going to fit. And Hal and Moore are doing exactly what they need to do. Hal's gotten better at tackling. He's still not perfect. He's going to have to get a lot better to be a top-tier safety. But he's he's getting better. I mean, he's playing as a mid-tiered safety, which if you had told me at the beginning of the year that's what we would have, we've been over the moon. I agree. And he has in the past shown top-tier ball-hawking skills. Oh, yeah, for a full season. Yeah. If he gets back to that with his – now improved tackling, he'll be he'll be an he'll above be, average. Yeah, we'll be very very happy with him. At and the then Corey Moore looks good too. So, to me, the biggest probably win I would take or good thing I'd take away from the game would probably be our safety duo. Uh, and yes, Gilchrist looked good again. I like, I really like Cunningham though. Like I'm, re- I, I I really like Cunningham. I was looking at buying a jersey. I'm not a jersey guy. I don't wear jerseys. I'm not a fan of wearing jerseys, and I think it's the whole Colin Cowherd. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the whole Colin Cowherd analogy that he makes all the time about jersey guy that bothers me. So I tend to not wear jerseys. Uh, I'll wear a Texans hat. Uh, I mean, all the time, but I will not wear a jersey. But I was looking at jerseys. I love my jerseys. I know what you the know. hell. I only wear them for game day. Okay, that's, you know what? That's fine. Uh, you're the you're the 52 year old guy. <laughs> I'm not 52. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm not 52. So. so I was looking at Cunningham and, and Nick Martin. Like, I kept thinking to myself, what jersey, if I was to buy one, could I say, this will be here for five to eight years? Both of them. Both of them. So Martin would be good because there's – I don't ever see anybody wear a center yeah. jersey unless it's Jeff Saturday. And then – Cunningham, I just feel like it's going to be just so fun to watch. Well, and as he gets here's better, the thing about Martin. You people see you in a Martin jersey, they know you're a true fan. 
Right. Because Cunningham, you're going to see some highlight plays out of him one day. I know. He has got such a oh, – he's got such good in instincts. He so. always seems to know where to be to, to make a play. Yeah. And he's just got a nose for the football. I feel like we need to stop talking about because okay. we're, we're going to jinx it. Yeah, we are going like... to. So those were the goods for me, the bads. The the drops continued. Now, I'm still not going to bash DeAndre to the point of oblivion, considering that some people have said that Will Fuller ha- has had had some drops, but nothing like Hopkins. Uh, I'm not, I still would trust Hopkins' hands over Fuller's hands, but that's just me. I don't like Hopkins' hands right now. I do want to chalk it up to the fact that it's a new quarterback, no first-team reps, different throw on the ball, things like that. I'm hoping is a part of what happened with the drops. Um, So that was a, a, a negative for me. This isn't necessarily a negative, but I just wanted to see it, and it didn't happen, so I'll consider it a negative. I wanted to see Tyler Irvin be able to take a return. And I, we didn't get to watch it once in the game. I don't even think he... No, he, he couldn't return one. Yeah. It was, it was either a fair catch or it was out of the end. Because Bullock, yeah. Bullock's got a leg on the kickoff, and then uh, their punter just did a good job punting the ball. I want to see Irvin do more. Oh, and that's another good. Irvin caught everything that was thrown to him. Yeah. He looks like he has stickiness on Like something sticking I think he might hand. just be a receiver now. I think he's starting to realize how what he can do. Yeah. Bad. Braxton Miller disappeared again. Now... We'll get into Braxton Miller when we get into the Jalen Strong cut because I have a feeling that this could potentially be the same exact scenario that we had with Jalen where he's just not used, he's underutilized, isn't given the opportunity to succeed, and then we end up just cutting a project again. But we can get into that when we get into Jalen Strong. Braxton disappeared. I feel like he he isn't being looked at enough. And the offensive line was just, and eh, we had to have so many linemen on the field for us to be able to protect Oh, Prosh. Prosh had a great game, too. I'm glad we used him, which was awesome. So, more goods than bads. We won a game. I would prefer to focus on the goods. Deshaun's run was obviously great and fun to watch, and for us, seeing something like that was amazing because we don't see that. Deshaun needed that, though. But it's it's not going to be something we see all the time. So, everybody... Just reel it in. You're not gonna. You probably will not see another 49, 49 yard TD run by Deshaun all season. You may never see it again. You like may those not. Are, those That's are not very rare. Exactly. Like, this exactly. is the first time we've ever seen it as a Texan. Right. Deshaun runs, but he he was not never really a run first quarterback. Not like that. Yeah. Even in college. Even even in college. So he has the ability to run, but he wants to throw. Which is and, good. Yeah, I think it that's is what good. O'Brien wants him to do. It's also how he's going to survive in the league. Correct. If he just if he's trying to run it like that every single play or multiple times a game, not even every single t- play. Just if he's trying to do that even two or three times a game, he turns into every other running quarterback. He'll have a few good years where he's really good. Sure. But he'll have the lifespan of a running back. RG3, so like five years. Michael Vick, all those. Sometimes not even five years. Maybe they just yeah. he, he, we don't want him to take that sort of punishment. Agreed. Um, and I don't think he wants to take that kind of punishment. But it was great to see. It's gr- it was, now it's great to be on film because every every defensive coordinator has correct. to realize that he can do that. Correct. And it was great for him, confidence wise. And the blocking downfield was great. He enough like yes, Deshaun made yeah. the play happen, but the blocking downfield was. I mean, he wasn't touched. Yeah. There's a reason for that. It's not yeah. because Deshaun's amazing. 
It's because the blocking was right where it needed to be. That's, Everybody made, was looking downfield making a block. He made that stiff arm, and that has got to be one of the greatest stiff arms ever. But after that, everybody else everybody else covered up their, their yeah. man. They and just made it almost a leisurely stroll for The one thing I wish would have happened would have been that a player wouldn't have run up behind him uh, after the touchdown so I could have seen what celebration he was going to do because he did a Millie Rock <laughs> in the preseason. And then he started, uh, and then I, I forgot who it was that jumped on him. So I, I want to see what else could potentially happen. So. But yeah, so those those were the bads and the goods for me. What what bads did you have? Anything I didn't point out? Maybe that you um, thought the bads beginning. I was terrified for Deshaun. He was yeah. dropping his eyes way too much. And that hit, even though like it wasn't necessarily like the hardest hit from Gino. It was just the way the hit looked. Yeah, it didn't look comfortable. I mean, it looked, it looked bad. It looked bad, but um, it wasn't as bad as it looked. Yeah, but I mean. At the beginning, I was I I've always thought that Deshaun was the type that throwing him in early wasn't going to damage his career. Yeah, we both he, have said that. The way he was dropping his eyes the first two quarters, though, he would look for his first read and then he would stare down, trying to escape. That scared the. <laughs> I mean, he has to go through more reads. Yeah, and he can't so, keep force feeding DeAndre. Towards the during the fourth, he got better. He was yeah. going through his progressions. DeAndre he had more time. Too. He got he got so much more. Co- Comfortable. Fourth quarter, Deshaun. We see that we are we're we're in a good spot. I think it was seventy two percent completion yeah. rate in that quarter. First quarter, Deshaun. We're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So I won't take that as a good or a bad, even though I'm listening to the bats. Um, second thing, I don't know why we put so many linemen out there other than maybe for bodies. It was, it's one of those things that works a couple times as a novelty. And then once the defense realizes, oh, these guys, first off, they can't, they couldn't block anyways, and they're not going to catch the ball. Our best blockers were Lamar Miller and Jay Prush. Yeah, yeah, it didn't, it just Andy didn't Martin. work anymore. Yeah. So and that's I mean, against the Patriots. I don't know it. We won the game. We may do. A, it's one of those things I almost feel weird complaining about, but it was just kind of like, okay, after you saw it enough times, you're just like, what the hell are they doing? And when they finally pulled. When they finally decided to change it up, there was differences. We actually put on a couple of drives. Yeah. Football didn't look so miserable. And there were some penalties on some drives that negated potentially more points yeah. as well. And, of course, the negative first half, Dropkins. Everybody Stop. was <laughs> stopping serious? with the Dropkins. Are you serious right now? Yeah. You're well, really going to call him that? For the first half, he earned it. Not Dropkins. Dropkins. No. That's... You know who you sound like? I'm like, never mind. No, right. no. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I don't think Dropkins is fair. This is a new quarterback. He's no. getting used to the ball and how it's thrown and everything else. The timing. All I, that's just different. He's going to snap out of it. second half. He is going to snap out of it. He already did. Yeah. He second already half, did. he did. Those grabs that he made were Hopkins grabs. Those yes. were what we're used to seeing from Hopkins. I think he snapped out of it. Don't you ever call him Dropkins again. <laughs> Do you understand? I hope I never have to. You better not. I mean, he's going to get – there's going to be streaks. He's such a volume receiver. I don't think there'll the, be streaks. Yeah, there is. It's one of those things that – He's going to be perfect the rest of his I, life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drops, I'm pretty – I mean, when he's dropping the ball like that, you get in your own head. Yeah. It's just it's like a slump in baseball. Sure. And especially – when he's known for catching the ball, I'm sure it's even more pressure on himself. Yeah. So he got through it. He's going to be fine. I'm sure he hears a lot of it. Oh, he did it last year. 
Last year, it wasn't the same as what it was this first no, time. No, it's good. These, are, don't even, don't these even, are drops. Yeah, don't These aren't like compare. bad placements. These are actual drops. It's totally different. Yeah. He has never had a game where he was volume-fed like this and he had drops like that. Correct. Last year, he had drops, but it was only when he would get one one ball thrown to him a quarter. Or he had one arm. Or There was just so many different things that went on last year. Or I, he was reaching, trying to pull it out of the ground. I mean... Yes, there's been balls before that he should have caught, but he's never had a first quarter like that. And I don't – he might have it again, but I think that it's just one of those things that he got in his own head and then he snapped out of it. Yeah. And he's going to be fine. And anybody that says otherwise, I do disagree with. I agree 100%. The, the guy hasn't given us a – if we were to take off last season and and these two games, we wouldn't be talking like this. So let's just bat, terrible quarterback last year with bad placement. So chalk that up to that. And he didn't have the drops of Savage last year. No, he didn't. So and I don't so know. We'll see. Again, whenever he was getting volume fed, he didn't have the drops. This is the first time. Well, so he'll get through it. He looked like towards the end he was starting to get more separation too against Pac-Man. Like that slant route. There was a couple other plays where he was able to get separation. So I'm hoping that that's a trend that continues as well where he's starting to realize how to beat the press man coverage. We'll see. Obviously it was only a half really that we got. To I see think that. part of it might've been cause I, I think he dislocated Pac-Man's elbow. <laughs> of all they had Pac-Man anyways. He's a so, bitch. I hate that dude. Regardless, it looked better. And, club. and I mean that one throw from Watson, to Hopkins on the slant, uh, the 20 yard gain. Yeah. Across the yeah, middle of the road, yeah. That, that was, was a beautiful play. It was, it was like it was drawn up. I mean, I, I can imagine, but he has to start going through more reads. Yes. He has to. If he does this on Sunday, you're gonna you're talking about picks all day. Yeah. There's because those corners play underneath a lot, and they jump the routes, and they're gonna take that. And Malcolm Butler's not gonna fuck around with that. You throw it twice, he's gonna be like, okay, I know it's coming now. So, yeah. I, I, overall, it was a game that we won. Was it wasn't pretty, but at the end of the day, like coming off of Jacksonville and the way that was, and then us winning, it just feels a lot better yeah. now. After watching Jacksonville perform the way that they did against the Titans on Sunday, now I, I don't even know what to say about our first game because uh, you know what it's, it's the same. <laughs> I just I just don't know. It's, so now maybe one of the Titans play the it's Colts. It's the NFL. The Colts the it's the uh, the great big circle of suck. Every year it gets filled out. Every team will get beat by another team that has beat somebody else. Sure. Like the NFL has more parody but than any league. No, the yeah. Jags looked god awful. The ja- yeah, oh man. Oh, the Jags looked yeah. god awful against the Titans. I know. And we looked god-awful against the Jags. Correct. It was not like that. We had, I mean, we had our reasons. They had their reasons. Tennessee was actually able to do what we should have done. Their reason is Blake Bortles. Yeah. That's their reason. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It it was Blake Bortles. No, you're just making me sad because you make me think of the quarterback. No, you're making me think of the Jacksonville game. Well, Uh, well, anyways, put that in the past. Look, great win. We got one. We're one and one. It's like we're starting the season completely over. Now we go on to New England. Before we get into kind of talking about the New England game, obviously Jalen Strong was cut Monday afternoon to me, and I know you disagree. We've already talked about it before. To me, I feel like he was underutilized. I don't think he was put in the best position to win and and succeed. And I think a lot of that has to do with the coaching and the offense. And I think there was quite a bit going on on top of that, the targets weren't there. The snaps weren't there. 
He played a total of 20 snaps against Cincinnati. Wasn't targeted at all in Cincinnati. I really chalk this up as a loss. Whether it be Rick Smith or Bill O'Brien, the development of Jalen Strong, and I guess it would all be Bill O'Brien, was a, there was a lack of it. And he's going to go somewhere, and what's funny is the team he went to, his style of play is going to be very similar to the wide receiver they lost. Which I don't like. I don't like. Because he could easily fill in, and then what? He's not going to be as good as Allen Robinson. You say that. No, he's shown potential that Jaylen, he can be just Jaylen that. Jalen Strong has constantly underperformed his athleticism. Oh, here we go. You look at him, sure. and he should be a beast. Okay, he's had when moments, given the opportunity. What has he been? But he hasn't. When given the opportunity, he has to has earn been? the opportunity. He has to get targets. He has to get snaps. He has to earn those. He hasn't earned them. You'd rather have Braxton Miller start over Jalen Strong? I wouldn't. Uh, that's my point. Because I'm not, the, I'm not the coach. I'm not there at every single practice. But that's what I mean. Miller had to have been outperforming Jalen Strong. No. We have had this discussion before. They are going to do what it takes to win the next game. I don't believe that with Jalen. I, I, so I what do you think? It's personal against him? I, I don't know if it's personal. So potentially, what do, you, what do yes. you think it is? Potentially, I do think it's personal. I think the way he came in as a rookie, I think the shit that happened last year, and then it ended up being where he got suspended this year, where it was the so worst time for him to get suspended. He came in overweight. He lost the weight. Yep. He, but that pissed off Bill O'Brien, and he was the only rookie called out that entire season. How do we know that? Because we listened to all the press conferences. He the did only, it publicly. The only reason he got called out was was on Hard Knocks. No, he, he did it, was it on, on Hard press Knocks. But it he wasn't did. on press conferences. Yes, it, it was, was on Hard Knocks. You're misremembering it. No, I re- I've watched Hard Knocks four times. Yes, it happened on Hard Knocks. It also happened in press conferences. He talked specifically about Jalen. It was no Levine. worse than what. He, so is he going to blackball Foreman? I don't know. Is that the? It there seems was no like it. That. Tell me, it doesn't seem like it. Who's blackballing Foreman? Yes! Not using him at all! The first game, because he's a rookie. The second game, he used him. Not enough. Not enough. You're going to tell me you used him enough? I think he should have used him more, but he didn't use him. That's what I'm saying. You keep saying, I think this and I think that, and you're agreeing with me. But yet, now you're telling me that there's no way that that's true. Yes, Jalen Strong is underutilized. And Bill O'Brien had a problem with Jalen. I don't know what it was. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if it's personal. I don't know if the fact that his weed possession shit that happened last year it ended up impacting them week one this year where he really truly needed a wide receiver on the roster because they didn't have anybody else really with Fuller being out and having to sign Andy Jones. I feel like Bob took it personally at that point and said, this shit sucks. And you've let me down multiple times, in my opinion. I'm I'm just, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to make an example of you, and I'm going to cut you because our team needs that right now, and I need everybody to know that their jobs aren't safe. That's one reason. I do think that's why he was cut. I think he's sending I a think message. It was, I think it was the same reason Swearinger was cut because mm. he didn't play enough. He wasn't good enough to guarantee himself on the roster. He played special 20 teams. snaps on Thursday, John. Yeah. and Out of six, DeAndre played 66. Braxton Miller played 63. Braxton Miller played 63. We had three receivers. That's exactly. That's what Strong couldn't make it on the field. All you're doing doing is making my point more valid. Yes, we had three receivers. He had played 20 snaps. He's our best blocking wide receiver. I don't know if he is that anymore, though. Or if he was that anymore. What happened on the Deshaun run? 
Everybody was blocked. He wasn't the only one out there. But who? Hopkins was out there blocking. But who, was out there blocking. But who was blocking? You know it because we talked about this play. I even have a text. Yeah, I'll make the text uh, screenshot. The, uh, the, uh, image I am for saying the podcast that week. Strong has not differentiated himself enough. If he was good enough to stay on the team, he would have stayed on the team. I just feel like with the quarterbacks that we've had, how has he been given the opportunity to? DeAndre is obviously the number one wide receiver. You're going to make him the one. So there has to be a two. But when you have shit wide, shit quarterbacks throwing the ball, and you can't depend on them to get what you he have needs. shit quarterbacks throwing the ball, and you have no receivers. Right. Andy Jones is kept over Jalen Strong, who's Andy been in this Jones, offense for three years. Andy Jones plays special teams. Okay, but he also Will Fuller's out this week, so now he's going to play. Andy Jones is playing this week. It's Braxton, Ellington, DeAndre, and Jones. Those are our might four as well count Irvin. Okay, and, or, and Irvin. So now we have five. So but, now we're where everybody else is. But that's what I'm saying. Andy Jones is going to play. You'd rather have Andy Jones and Jalen Strong. There's something wrong there. I am not a coach. I don't know what goes on at every practice. It's Bill O'Brien being an asshole, publicly fucking egotistical coach, sending a message to the team. That's all there is to it. There's, it's nothing more than that. That's all it is. Then they would have. They would have. They would have said something. They said football reasons. Of course they did. What do you think? Bill O'Brien's going to come up like, yeah, it was because I had personal issues with him. No, it was because I don't think he was good enough to be on this team. Yeah, they were going to say that there would be disciplinary issues. They would have said there was. Can I just do it all the time? I think it was pride. I think it was pride. I think Bill O'Brien was just being his egotistical self, and I think he let fucking Jalen go. That's what I think. I don't disagree with any of that when it comes to Bill O'Brien. I do think that he lets his love for his guys, and I do think he lets his ego get in his way. But Jalen Strong has never shown us shit. He's been on the team for three years, and he hasn't shown us anything. And given Braxton's injury history, like if you'd re- literally rather have Braxton than Jalen. If Braxton goes down in the first quarter, you're down to Ellington and Jones. It doesn't make sense. It's a stupid fucking move. I don't... And we're going to see it. And we're going to see when he does well. You know, Maybe not Allen this, Robinson at this, level. At this moment, right now... I do think Strong is probably better than Miller, but they still think that Miller can develop. Okay, but you didn't need they, to cut him then. You could have still given him the chance. And based on his snaps and the opportunities he's been given, he could have when re- he is targeted, like, tell me how many drops Jalen Strong has. I have no idea. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I don't either. I haven't yeah. looked, but I can guarantee you that they're not, very, probably, there's not very many. He's probably caught less than 20 balls for the Texans. I think it was like 26. I mean, I think it's that's... 26 to 28 yards. But in big moments when he needed them to, what happened? I'm just saying that it's way too competitive in the NFL. Teams are way too close in talent that if he was that good of a player, that they would have cut him. I don't think he's an all perennial. I think he's he's just another guy. I don't think that he is just another guy. I think he is just another guy receiver that can be replaced with a just another guy receiver that can also play special teams. Mm, I don't know. I I guess we'll see. I think Jalen should be better. He is athletically, he should be better, but. He never was. I, what, but what I don't get is how much of that like falls on the quarterback. Like, yes, you're obviously going to How much of that falls on the fact that he couldn't make he couldn't get separation? Right. But how much DeAndre of that couldn't get separation last year? But DeAndre, well, we give him a pass. But DeAndre can. But DeAndre can still make plays. You're about to say catch. You're about to say catch. It almost slipped. But go yeah. ahead. Yes. DeAndre can still make plays okay. consistently. And when Jalen has been given the opportunity, I, has he made plays? He's made some splash plays. He's made plays that make him memorable. Okay, like a, but, like a, a clutch catch on this. I'm not even talking about the, the Hail Mary. You're talking about the Colts game. I'm talking about just last year. I'm not it, talking about Brock. I'm not talking about the two touchdown game. Right. That was I know a what you're talking about. Fluke, I guess. It, 
That was again, I can remember separation. I can remember just about every catch that Jalen Strong's made. That was separation, though. There wasn't separation. Yes, That's was. part of the reason why it was such a he great got, catch. He got ahead he, of the corner. He yes. reached around the corner to catch the ball. No, he reached up and or, grabbed the ball. Whatever. He had to reach. A, but he was ahead of the corner is what I'm saying. If you look the at corner the corner was right on top of him. He was right behind him. He made. I'm telling you the truth. I'm just saying. Part of this is because Jalen is one of our guys. He's been on the Texans. We he felt us in the third round. Hint, hint. He was Didn't supposed we to trade up to get him. We traded up to get another player. I, I don't. Could have I, to get him. Somebody jumped ahead of us to get another player. Louis Nix. No, it wasn't Nix. I don't know. No, I could have sworn we traded up. To get we him. traded up, and we ended up picking him. Okay. Our understanding is we didn't trade There's up. another wide receiver. I forgot who it was. Oh. Well, we don't even know for sure. I it's Dorsett or Lockett or... Oh, it was Dorsett. It was Dorsett. I... Yeah, it was Dorsett. It was one of the ones that ends with E-T-T. It was Dorsett. I remember Dorsett? That. Yeah, it was Dorsett. I remember that Dorsett reading... was the first round. Was it? Yeah, maybe you're right then. Maybe it's... I think it's Lockett. I don't know. Either way. We, were trying to we should have done better things. research on that. I'm sorry. I didn't expect to get this even Jalen Strong. No kidding. I didn't... It's going to end up being our entire podcast. That's okay. All right. Regardless, we disagree on Strong. Entire city of Houston disagrees on Strong. We've got about 10 minutes left. Let's get into what we need Real quick, to happen with the Patriots We'll extend it a little bit. I do think that the entire city is upset about Strong because I don't feel like anybody had an understanding of what the plan was. I don't think anybody truly understands, like, we cut Jalen for this purpose, or we cut Jalen, like, yes, we cut him for football reasons, but I, I feel like the... the City's upset because they just don't feel like they know, like what the plan is now. I think that's the I part mean, that is frustrating for for the fans. I don't think they realize like why. Like I think it's just we we get attached. We remember the splash. Then why didn't you cut him before week one? I, you can't tell me it's not something personal if you didn't cut him before week one. Nothing changed. Why would you week wait until after his? Yeah, I don't know. You don't find that strange though. I mean, if he's not performing and he's not doing what you need him to do, why make him a part of the 53? I think that Bill O'Brien is a much better game day, better at self-scouting on game day with game film than he is with practice. I don't know. Okay, enough about Jalen. So the Patriots game. What do you see? First of all, how do you see it going? Poorly. (laughs) But why? Where, Where specifically? Um... First off, it's, it's the Patriots. Absolutely. That's um, enough of a reason to be worried. Yeah. Granted, they may be in a very similar situation that we were in with nobody to catch the ball, but it's the Patriots, and they always seem to have somebody that is third string that we've never heard of will probably, I don't know, score four touchdowns or something and then get released the next week because it's the Patriots, and they can do that. Yep. Yep. I mean, everybody always has a bad feeling playing the Patriots. I don't know how they're going to beat us. If I did, I would probably be like blowing up. Uh, Bill O'Brien doesn't have Twitter, but trying to figure out some way. Hey, what's he call it? Tweet face? I don't know what he calls face it. Tweet? Talks, talks about it like he's an old man. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the Patriots. What I think we would need to do to win is we need to show up that same defense and that same swagger that we had during the playoffs. I think and then that, yeah. our offense has got to be predominantly run-based, pretty much alternate four men. Blue will be back. Miller, and just try it, because the Patriots' front seven is the worst that they've had in years. Yeah, it's not even an average front seven. Um, 
Gilmore is very burnable, but Gilmore can also have those games where he's just absolutely ridiculous. Malcolm Butler, apparently they're talking about trading him during the season now. So I don't know what's going on with that. They definitely can't afford to trade him. So, and behind them, they're a little bit thin. They've got two really good ones, but then they'll have those. It's still a Belichick defense, so they'll still be fundamentally solid, and they'll still give looks that are going to confuse the hell out of Watson. That's what's going to happen. That's going to be the biggest thing, is they're, they're going to disguise a lot of different plays on defense, yeah. and they're going to confuse Deshaun. I mean, I hope They're going to contain Deshaun. I promise you that. Bill Belichick is going to contain – you will not see a lot of run plays from Deshaun this week. No. There'll be a spy almost on every play. I'm hoping what will happen is we run the ball down their throats or attempt to, and that, or at least we run the ball enough to roll outs and bootlegs. Which we started to see last Right. Last, Should last be on that effect. Yeah. Um, make the field – cut the field in half. Let, so it's less for Watson to hopefully get confused with. He's always had what I've said is really good runner's vision. He's always really good at seeing what's in front of him. He doesn't have that air. He may be developing it. There was a couple of plays against Cincinnati. But that Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, referee, where they see the flag out of the corner of their eye. But maybe he'll maybe he'll take another leap and we'll get really, really lucky. I just don't see it happening. I yeah. see us putting on a good fight. Really? I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna do. Better than the Thursday night game, not as good as the playoffs. I think we're going to learn a lot about Vrabel this game. In the sense of, is this Vrabel's defense influenced by Romeo? Or is this Vrabel taking Romeo's defense and just making small tweaks? Will he take the game plan against the Patriots in the playoffs and basically implement it again this week? Or will it kind of be Vrabel's own look? I think that'll be interesting to see, in my opinion. Well, I don't, think was, he, I don't think he can take that same game plan from the playoffs. Not like the same that, game plan. But the same general but idea. General idea. Obviously, we everybody knows you beat Brady by pressure. I mean, it's, it's always been, ever since the Giants Super Bowl, that's been the one knock on Brady, if, there, if it's even a knock. Because it's hard to do. Every quarterback is going to have that knock. If you can get to the quarterback, they're not going to be able to throw. They're not going to be able to go through their reads. Uh, Edelman being out, I do think helps. Amendola is practicing. He'll probably fill that Edelman role. He did week one. And he'll get hurt. <laughs> and he could potentially get hurt, and then Chris Hogan will step up and play that role. Actually, I thought it was Rex Burkhead that stepped in and played it. No, the running back. Chris Hogan last, last, it? Yeah, last week. Um, and then the only difference really is Brandon Cooks, but we haven't truly seen Brandon Cooks like we did in New Orleans yet. I think he's only had like four or five catches so far this season. So other than that, I, I don't think there'll be much of a difference on offense. It'll be a lot of underneath routes by the Patriots. We're going to have a lot of running back uh, plays, screens. We'll, we'll get a true test of Cunningham and if he's living up to the bar that we have set in our head. I think Bill O'Brien has to approach this game as willing as he's going to just pound up the rock as hard as he can and try to knock them off balance and control the time of possession. It's kind of old school, but I think that's the only way we could potentially compete with them. If we don't try to control the time of possession and, and establish a run game, then it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, we can't keep up. We just can't keep up. There's just yeah. there's nothing we can do. It's not on the players. It's just we can't keep up. Their defense isn't very good, though. It looked better, and, and they have 
They're starting to come alive. We saw it a little bit against the Saints. There's a defensive tackle that looks amazing. I just don't know his name. He's uh, a I think rookie. He's an undrafted rookie. I think he was like a fourth or fifth round. He was. He I wasn't an early name. round pick, but he looked like a beast. I watched the whole Patriots game on Sunday. Yeah. They they look fine. The defense is eh. It's eh. But they they were also playing a shit defense in New Orleans. So when they played a defense like Kansas City, they weren't doing what we're used to the Patriots doing. So. Yeah, but even though they didn't do that well against Kansas City, they score that many points against us, we're not beating them. Correct. No, correct. We Somehow, some way, we would have to hold them to 13. I think that's the only way we could potentially win. And I just don't see a team holding the Patriots to 13 this year. That's just me, though. So I don't think we'll win the game, unfortunately. I would love for us to win the game. I think we have what we... On defense, I think we have what it takes to beat the Patriots. But on offense, there's just so many questions right now on the offense that we we just don't know. And there's nothing that we can we can really – we can't predict much when it comes to the offense yet. So we'll see. Other than that, it's – I mean, it's going to be another Texans-Patriots game. I wouldn't be surprised if it finishes the same way that they usually do. Hopefully just not as bad as last Thursday night – last year's Thursday night game against them. So – We'll see. I think there's a lot of things that we can do that could at least slow them down. Whether we do them or not, I don't know. Was it Derek Rivers you were thinking about? I think it is Rivers. Yeah. Was he undrafted? No. No? Oh, he was drafted. They're, they had an undrafted guy on their defensive line that... Uh, that uh, he was from a small school, though. I don't know who it was I was talking about. I think it was Aikman. Or Aikman. Dietrich uh, Wise, maybe? Maybe it was him. Tony Romo was talking about a defensive lineman. Uh, I think he said something about undrafted. I don't know. By the way, uh, Tony Romo found a new career. Dude, I really... He found a new career, and I really enjoyed listening to him. I didn't realize how smart he really was. He's super smart. Football smart. Yeah. Like, he he predicts plays, no bullshit, based on reads. Two weeks in a row. Like, even that, the little thing about... Belichick, blitzing, yeah. Yes. He's like, he's just doing that to mess with scouts. And he's probably right. Yeah. Because that's right. how Bill Belichick is. So If you haven't listened to a Romo game, go listen to a Romo game. Yeah, I don't, I, the full schedule for announcers and commentators hasn't been released yet. I think we're through week four. So we don't have Romo calling a game for us yet, but uh, hopefully we have Romo call a game for us sometime this year. Yeah, you'll make it, make us wish that he came here, but then he would already be hurt. So. Oh, he'd be dead by now. <laughs> We'd have to have a funeral. Oh. We'd have the first quarterback funeral, unfortunately. Uh, John, anything else? Anything? Oh, real quick. So it looks like Jonathan Joseph will play. Will Fuller will not play. Ellington will play. Uh, we signed Jonathan Banks, who I'm excited about. I think John's excited about, too. I think he has a lot of potential. He's a very good zone corner uh, out of Old Miss. Am I missing anybody else as far as injuries? I think that's it. Oh, Alfred Blue practiced today. You know, we spent all that time on Strong, but even the bigger cut, we completely missed. Bigger cut? Yeah. Who? Baby Wes Welker. Oh, well, it wasn't necessarily cut. Because he's on the practice squad. It's a cut. He's no longer on the practice squad. Yeah, I don't know. I Obviously, he just wasn't what we all thought he was. I mean, look at where wide receivers are, and if he if he can't... I mean, we signed Andy Jones over promoting Riley McCarron, so... I don't know. I, I do wish Fuller was playing this week. I do think that would add a different dynamic. I, I do think it would open up a lot for us. But uh, I'm glad that we're not just rushing the back, and especially if this season ends up. I don't. God, I don't want to say this season becomes a waste. 
because I definitely don't think it'll be a waste. We're going to see a lot of good things from progression of Deshaun and things like that. But I think from a Super Bowl goal aspect, I, I definitely think it's a waste. We championship, yeah. it's a waste. Divisional round, it's probably a waste. Maybe Again, card. we had to reevaluate what our goals were this year. That's okay. And we just want to watch some good things out of Deshaun. Yeah. Watch some deep. Our defense is going to do some things that. God, I just hope we put Clowney back in him. Yeah. I really do. We're still going to see some pretty cool things out of our defense this I year. Agree. I promise you, uh, the JJ Watts spear is not going to be the play of the year. We'll have something better than that. And I, oh, JJ looks fine. Yeah. Uh, he he missed a couple tackles, but I, I, he's still yeah. not going to rest off a little bit. They are, and they're still rotating him. He's yep. getting more rest than he ever has. And he flushed Dalton out of the pocket a couple times. I think two years he's ago, he probably would have been a sack. Um, but uh, he could potentially get back to where he was. Yeah, he's almost like. there. So that's good. The explosiveness is there. So, John, anything else for next week? We're done. All right. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at TXNS underscore unfiltered. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Just search Texans Unfiltered, SoundCloud, Google Play Store. Leave a review on iTunes, please, good or bad. Ask us any questions. Tweet at us on Twitter. We'll, we're more than happy to respond. We, we love talking to you guys. And uh, that'll be it for Texans Unfiltered. I'm your Lori Gold signing off. Bulls on parade, bulls on parade, bulls on parade. Stop it one second, I say bulls on parade. Got a mean D, and they on the hunt. Opponents three and out. Now they got.